Wings of Faith. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Trapper, and I invite you to join me as we go through powerful life lessons from Shah Habitachim based on the Shiorim of Rav Usher Zelig Rubenstein, Zechert Salak Levracha. Wings of Faith, Episode 34, No Backup Plan, Shah Habitachim, Chapter 3. The next four essays cover the remainder of the five facts that compel one to trust only in Hashem. Chovas Havavos, Fact 2 of 5. Know that Hashem watches over you and is aware of what is transpiring by you, both externally and internally. He knows your thoughts, emotions, and motives, and he knows whether you truly rely on him or not. There is no benefit in lying and saying verbally, I am a boteach, if this is not the case in your heart. Fact 3 of 5. Rely on Hashem alone and on no one else, even as a partner to him. Pairing up someone else with Hashem, by definition, contradicts one's faith in Hashem's abilities. Ravasher. Earlier, I mentioned the story about someone who said, I have bitachon on Hashem that he will take care of me, but if worse comes to worse, I have a rich uncle. How much are you botech and Hashem versus your rich uncle? Bitachon and Hashem must be exclusive without any backup plan. Chazal tell us the pot of partners is never hot and never cold. Baba Basra 24b. When it's cold, each person assumes the other will turn it on to warm. And when it's hot, each person assumes the other will turn it down. You cannot get taken care of when you have two people whom you rely on. As we said, if one says, I have bitachon on Hashem, who is all-powerful, and if not, I have a rich uncle, this is not real bitachon. We each have to ask ourselves, how much do I rely on Hashem, and how much am I a rich uncle or another source? It is very difficult for us to rely totally and solely on Hashem. A yasim, orphan, Rahman al-Islan, has an easier time relying on Hashem because he has no one else to rely upon. David Melch was rejected by his family, his parents, and his siblings, and he had no one else to be botechan. Thus, he turned towards Hashem. In the olden days, when people had nothing, it was easier to see how much we needed Hashem. Rav Shach used to point this out to us often. The more that we have and the easier our lives become, the less we remember Hashem. People have lost their ability to rely on Hashem. The Vilna Gon didn't have food for his children. He once asked his wife to send the kids to their friends' houses close to mealtimes so that perhaps they would feed them. When I got married, we tried to live on Bitachon. My parents and my wife's parents paid for the wedding and a few starter things but neither side had any more money to offer. We rented a two-bedroom apartment in Geula 48 years ago for $50 a month, and my father was able to cover it. Nicola paid me pennies, and we lived on Bitachon. It was easy to have Bitachon because we had nothing else. Having Bitachon applies to all your physical needs. We rely on a turn to Hashem to provide food, parnasa, the right shidduch, and guiding us to the right medical care, among many other aspects of life. The facade of life sometimes leaves us relying partially on Hashem and in our hearts thinking partially about our rich uncle as well. It's hard even to find a situation when we are not in a state of split bitachon, of relying on Hashem together with someone else. Chobos HaVavos is teaching us how to have complete bitachon and to eradicate our false beliefs and reliance on others. Chobos HaVavos. We find that when the righteous King Asa turned to doctors when he was sick, he was criticized for his lack of reliance on Hashem and instead believing to some degree that the doctors were the ones who could heal him. See Derei Yamim 2, 16, 12. He was punished for this lack of faith. It is well known that if you appoint two people to carry out one mission, it is as if you have appointed no one. Ravasher. Let's look into this some more. If someone is chas sick, is he allowed to go to a doctor? The answer is that not only is he allowed to go, one must absolutely take care of his health. One must steadfastly protect your health. Devarim 4, 15. Hazal tell us that one who is sick should seek medical treatment, Bavakama 85a. So what did King Asa do wrong in going to doctors? The answer is clear, and one that is difficult for many to fulfill. If someone is sick, he goes to the doctor, and he says a prayer, 
Ribbon Shalom. You said in your Torah, Virapo, Yerape, get healed. Shemos 21.19. I must go to the doctor, but I know that you are the one who heals. So please, help me go to the proper messenger on earth. The reliance is on Hashem, with outward efforts, Hishtadlus. On Asa's level, he did not seek Hashem, but rather, as the verse states, he was seeking a good doctor, relying on the doctor for healing, and leaving Hashem out of the picture. Question. One can still ask, why is it that B'nai Torah are so strict to go to the best doctors, as opposed to simply settling on any medical professional, if you believe that Hashem is the one healing anyway? Answer. A doctor who is not a true medical professional is a careless individual. Thus, proper hishtalas dictates that one should find a competent doctor. We value human life and see great value in achieving health so that we can serve Hashem. As a rule of thumb, for standard medical care, any competent doctor is sufficient hishtalas, and for sensitive and dangerous issues, we try to find the best doctor in the field. We talk more about this in episode 49. My wife had our children with a regular midwife at Shari Tzedek, and Baruch Hashem, everything went well. A long time ago, my wife's friend was expecting her first child. She told my wife, to be on the safe side, I'm going to use the best doctor in Israel. My wife shared with her that what we always talked about in our home. For routine childbirth, you aren't required to seek out the top doctor because the Gemara in Tainas says that Mavteach Shalchaya, the key to giving birth, is held in Hashem's hand and not given to anyone else. The woman still argued that she needed to go out of her way to do more hishtalis. After nine months, she experienced birth pains and took a cab to the hospital. During the labor, there were serious complications that arose, and the exact freak issue that occurred was precisely her top doctor's specialty. The baby and mother were healthy, Baruch Hashem. This lady came back to my wife and said, You see? Thankfully, I chose this doctor, and he took care of the problem. I had a different perspective on this. Of course, this is a sensitive topic, and each person must do their hishtalas according to their level of bitachon. One way to look at this story is to say that Hashem made her choose his top doctor in order that she should be able to help her in the end. But my response is that we also need to be careful. We need to recognize that Hashem is the one in charge. And just because we choose the quote-unquote best doctor that money can buy doesn't mean that now we're all set. As Chovos Havavah says in the introduction, when we rely on anything outside of Hashem, Hashem removes his providence from us. It may very well be that someone who is overly focused on the expert doctor can actually cause medical complications to arise. Hashem could say, if you would have relied on me, then there wouldn't have been any complications, and a regular doctor could have been the messenger to deliver you. But now that you relied only on this expert, here is a challenge to wake you up and help you focus back on me. The author of Navardic in Madrigas Adam explains in his chapter of Dark Abitachon that Hashem allows one to make mistakes in relying on others, and he will even fortify the choice with evidence that occurs. There was once a young man who needed to learn a trade and had to choose between an apprenticeship in watchmaking or becoming a blacksmith. He chose to become a blacksmith. Someone once came into his store and saw how taxing and dirty his profession was. The blacksmith had to deal with fire, metals, and horses, measuring and affixing their shoes. The visitor asked the blacksmith, Why didn't you choose to be a watchmaker when you had the choice? The blacksmith laughed. I made the right choice, and I could prove it. I've been in business for 15 years, and no one has once ever brought me a watch to fix. Had I been a watchmaker, I would have starved to death long ago. Our actions bring about a domino effect. His choice of his field and his installation of a storefront sign is what brought him the customers. The fallacy here is that he was reinforcing his choice with his incorrect lo- logic. Had he been a watchmaker, which qualifies as Nikia Vakala, a clean and simple job, he would have had customers and sustenance that way as well, being taken care of by Hashem. Chos Habavos. Just as we find that if two people are put in charge of one project, it does not succeed, so too having split bitachon, relying partially on Hashem and partially on someone else, is a guaranteed formula for failure. 
this person will not get what he is seeking to achieve. As it says in Yermio 17.5, Cursed is the man who relies on a human being and thereby expels Hashem from his heart. Rabasher. The following is an amazing story, and I like to keep repeating it over and over again. Forty years ago, I had a student who studied Sefer Avas Chesed with me. He came from a wealthy home and planned to be a balabayas and big bald tzedakah, like his father. That was why we learned the Sefer that discussed kindness and charity. He returned to England and began to learn and work, and very much wanted to support Torah. One day, he called me up and said, I'm ready to fulfill that which I promised. I want to support a promising Avrich and his family in Torah learning. I have one condition, though, and that is, I want to be the sole supporter, and he cannot take money from anywhere else. I will support him with $500 per month. In 1972, that was equivalent to about $2,700 in 2013, and was more than enough money to live on in Eretz Yisrael. I want a great investment in the future. I told him that I could certainly find him a future star, but the part about someone not taking money from anywhere else might be difficult, as many people take money from their kolo or are supported by their family. He would not change his mind. Please find someone and call me to complete the arrangement. I have a friend named Rav Yaakov Meislish, a famous Gabbai Tzedakah who has collected tens of thousands for those in need. He is a special person whom I refer people to if I am asked what to do with Tzedakah money. I told him about the two conditions for my Talmud support, someone who is a rising star and someone who would have exclusive support from the donor only. We were both baffled as to how to locate such a person. He said that offhand he knew no one. The very next morning, Rav Yankel called me. Rabosai, after I tell this story over, you will have, you will have to believe in the Rabbonu Shalom. Listen to this. You won't believe it. Last night, a friend of mine came to discuss an issue with me. He didn't want money. He simply wanted my advice. My friend said, I have a son who learns in Panavid Yeshiva, and he just got engaged last night. He's a promising young scholar, but we don't have any way to support him. The call is closed to any new applicants, but my son told me, I'm not budging from the base matter. Hashem will take care of us. What should I do? Yonko replied, let your son stay and learn. But who will support him? The father protested. We don't have a penny to offer. The Rebona Shalom orchestrated that a young man in London will support him. And so it was. This deal went on for eight years. After eight years, the Avrich called Rav Yaakov Meislish and said, Ad Khan, I can no longer take the money. I was just hired as a Magachir and I'm now getting paid. I am deeply grateful to the man in London who helped me reach this milestone. This story shows how two people believed in Hashem and this arrangement came to fruition. It was a great merit that I was able to be involved. The Kaddish Baruch who never fails to come through. People fail, but Hashem always has enough to take care of each of us. Are you sure that you have enough money to help me? Can he give me? Does he want to give me? Of course, when you are Bateach in him, Hashem takes the best care of you. Thank you for joining me in that excerpt from Wings of Faith, a full elucidation of Shara B'Tachon, spiced with powerful lessons and stories that bring B'Tachon to life, based on the Shurim of Rav Asher Zeli Rubenstein Zatzal. Learn more and purchase at laveheres.com.